It's January 26, 2023. My name is Jimmy Van, and this is KYN Live. My guest says this year she'll get her license or get in an accident trying. Apparently, she likes the N64 a little bit too much, and she considers the day that she met MJF to be one of the best days of her life. How about that? She is a <laughs> Twitch streamer and a model. This is Destiny FOMO. Destiny, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. It's nice to like officially meet you. I was telling her off the air that somebody that we both know with the initials SRS always puts her over to me. And so uh, I thought, hey, you know what? Let's bring her on KYN Live. I was telling her off the air. I know she's a New York girl, so she's probably not going to take any shit. And I like that. And yes. so uh, let's get into it. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to talk to KYN 7, seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, or weird. I'm going to get your reactions and I'll ask okay. you questions along the way. And guys, send in your super chats to get your question or statement right on the air. If you don't want to donate through YouTube or if you can't catch the show live, go to kynchat.com, leave a question or statement anytime you want, and we'll read them on the air. Another week, seven good ones. The shit is totally real. And I can't wait to get your reaction on somebody. You ready to go? I am, yes. Okay, let's start <laughs> with story number seven, reported by WBTV News. Okay. So sometimes we have stories on this podcast about unusual police chases. This latest one, and this is kind of ironic because you said you're trying to get your license. So how about that? Yeah. This latest one happened in Boone, North Carolina, where a man was arrested after a miles long chase while he was driving a stolen vehicle. What was unusual about this particular police chase? Was he naked? Not a bad guess, not a bad guess. So he was driving a stolen John Deere tractor. And we have a video courtesy of Mr. Dangerous One on TikTok. Look at this. I can't believe this dude thought he was going to get away with this. So here he is. Look at this not exactly high-speed chase on a John Deere tractor. Police received a call because this guy was driving that tractor erratically in a parking lot. He was trying to hit pedestrians. They identified him as Ronnie Hicks. Of course, his name is Hicks, driving a tractor. He <laughs> hit several vehicles. He hit a dumpster. He even hit a church with that tractor. Oh, no. Eventually, police shot out the tires. He jumped off. He was waving a knife around. So they tased him, and they arrested him. Here is a picture of the tractor following the chase. Look at this. There you go. They shot out a tire. And so that's what happened. Why the hell? And okay, and you're from New York, so maybe maybe you're not going to be able to relate. Why would anybody steal a tractor, much less go on a rampage on a tractor? I mean, if that's your only getaway car, you're not picky. I mean, if you're stealing something and that's all you see, I guess. I've never... I, I don't know. I don't even, even know how to drive a car. So I don't know how anyone would know how to operate a tractor. I don't know how different from a car that is, but that's just crazy. I guess maybe because it's like somewhere where there's a lot of farmland. People know how to do that. I have no idea. That's wild. I mean, you've heard of the boonies, right? This place was actually literally called Boone, North Carolina. <laughs> so it kind of says it all. So, okay, so I'm going to go ahead and guess your answer is no, based on what I know about your car driving uh, background, no. but, but have you ever, so I should, I should, I should uh, make it clear for every story that I do. I try to come up with a question related okay. to the story. Have you ever ridden on a tractor or any other farm related vehicle? Unfortunately not the closest I've got, I've ridden a horse. 
I've been on the back of a horse. I mean, that's kind of sort of that's kind of sort of a farm vehicle, sort of. Sort of. In what situation did uh, did a New York girl ride on a horse? Uh, so I had worked retail at the time and a few friends of mine wanted to go horseback riding. So we found a place in the Bronx. What? Weirdly enough, that had horseback riding. So we went and we rode on the back of horses. Now, how does that come? You said I was doing retail at the time. How does the retail and the horse thing come together? Is it because it was coworkers that wanted to do this? Yeah, that was it. That was it. it. It was just coworkers. We were talking about it at work and then we planned it out and did it. <laughs> so of all the things that you could have done, they said, let's go to the Bronx and ride some horses. Let's do that. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of mind blowing because it's the Bronx and it's not like really somewhere that you wouldn't, think would have horses so that alone was like really iffy because we thought we were going to go there and it was going to be something else completely because who has horses in the bronx uh, so i mean i've seen i've surprise. seen in central park they still do the things with the uh with the, the buggies, right? Rides. Yeah. yeah 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 so maybe like in their office in the back of a carriage and someone else is doing the horse or whatever. No, this was you going on the back of a horse an instructor giving you like two minutes of instructions and then them putting you on a path to go ride with the horses. Well, you know what? If the car thing does work out for you, at least you got a backup plan. So that's good. At least good. I know how to do that. I don't know how well that would go over in the streets of New York city. But during the pandemic, I did see a guy got really popular on TikTok because gas prices were so high. He got a horse and he was just going everywhere on the horse. He was going through the drive throughs at uh, fast food chains on a horse and everything. This guy must have had a TikTok channel or something. Yeah, that's where uh, I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> all makes sense. All right, let's move on to story number six reported by NBC Miami. All right, so the owner of a Pomeranian, uh, there's a guy that owns a Pomeranian, I should say. His name is Eric Torres. He was issued a citation by Miami-Dade Animal Services after a video of the dog at a Miami Heat NBA game went viral. My question for you is, why did Animal Services issue this guy a citation over the Pomeranian? Was the dog drinking alcohol? That's not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. So no, what happened was he dyed the thing to look like Pikachu. And we've got video courtesy of CJ Fogler on Twitter. Look at this. Look at that. That's so cool. Look at that. Wow. And we have a picture. Here's a picture of the owner with the dog, Eric Torres with the dog. Look at that thing. Okay. (laughs) This guy, obviously, clearly, he's desperate for attention. He's a Pokemon right? fan. Des- yeah. Okay, do you think he did it because he's a Pokemon fan, or do you think he did it because he's just absolutely desperate for attention? I mean, I would say a little bit of both, because everyone knows Pikachu, but you got to be a Pokemon fan to really want to do that to your dog. Uh-huh. And just about everything these days are about clout, so why not uh-huh. sprinkle in a little bit of that? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, that's what he did. Okay, my question for you about this one. With the exception of your hair, because I know you had red hair, so with the exception of your hair, have you ever 
had anything died. And I'm not just like necessarily talking about like anything on your person. It could be anything. It could be clothing. It could be whatever. Have you ever had anything died? Well, me and my sister spent a lot of our childhood dyeing my hair and her hair. Uh And when you do that, dye gets on everything. And with colorful hair, the thing is, once you dye your hair, depending on what color it is, and most of the colors we did did this, they bleed on everything. So I would go to sleep and wake up and accidentally dye my pillows red because I would like Ah. sweat in my sweet sleep. So the hair would (laughs) the hair dye would get on the pillow, the towels, everything. I think I've intentionally tie dyed a pair of shorts once, but I've never Uh uh, dyed fur of an animal. Good to know. Good to know. Hopefully you can keep that trend going. It's good news. All right, reminder, guys, get in your Super Chats to get your question or statement right on the air. Or if you can't catch the show live or don't want to donate through YouTube, go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution anytime you want, and we will read your question or statement on the next show. Let's go on to story number five, reported by cron.com. Oh, this is, I can't wait to get a reaction on this one. This is good. (laughs) So there is a Texas state senator by the name of Bob Hall. And we got a picture of good old Bob Hall. Put that up there, Joel. There he is. Look at There he is. He looks like he's having a good time. So Senator Hall wants to make it mandatory to label food items that contain a certain ingredient. All right. He wants the labels to be properly marked if they have a certain ingredient. And he actually introduced a bill for this. And it's gotten him a lot of attention. And my question for you is, what is the ingredient that Senator Bob Hall wants properly labeled on food items. Oh, I don't really check the ingredients of food items to know what's like always there. I want to say gluten. Okay. So that makes way more sense. Way more sense because Senator Bob Hall, and this is, this is real. I don't make this shit up. This is real. He wants to properly label on food if it contains aborted aborted human fetal tissue. And here is a copy of the actual bill that he introduced because this is real. So, okay, Joel didn't label it, but he says fetal tissue food product. Now, here's the thing. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, they say that there are no conditions under which the FDA would consider human fetal tissue to be safe or legal for human consumption. And so it doesn't exist. You cannot buy food items that have aborted human fetal tissue in them. And the only thing that people can think of, there was a rumor a while back, you know, you hear about bullshit that make people make up. There was a rumor that Pepsi had aborted fetal cells in the drinks. And so people think Why? that people think that Texas state Senator Bob Hall fell for that and believe that there really are fetal cells in the Pepsi, which there isn't. So he actually created a bill in Texas to make sure, okay, if you got fetal tissue in that food, it's got to be properly labeled. What do you think? Good use of taxpayer money? I mean, it's Texas. (laughs) Are we really surprised? I feel like Texas and Florida at this point, like are on par with each other. Like they go back and forth of who can be the stupidest place to live. (laughs) And like Florida's really up there with a lot of things they do, but Texas like right there with them. Uh I I didn't even, I I've never heard about that. I knew people eat uh, the placenta. Uh Uh-huh. Well, usually the placenta. 
Yeah, I've like so I've got kids and and they let us make pills and stuff out of it because apparently it's good for the mom for the breast milk. Yeah, because it's like yeah, all the the nutrients and everything that the baby was getting in there, and it's yeah. good for the, either the mom or the baby. Yeah, but who's gonna but go I... to the store and buy I don't know a, a can of tuna? And it's got aborted human fetal tissue in it. No, it's not going to happen. I don't even know who would think that, like, to check of all things. It's like, well, got to make sure this is calorie free, gluten fee free. uh, I know who would check. You know who would check? Texas State Senator Bob Hallwood. He would. So for this one. Are you glad your senators are doing the things, you know, you don't want to do or have to worry about? This is one of these great situations where I can look in the camera and I can smile and I can say, I'm Canadian. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> so we don't deal with, well, our prime minister is not too much better, but, uh, but at least oh. I can say that. So I could go in so many directions with this one, with a question. And yeah. so here's what I'm going to ask you. Is there any legitimate ingredient that is commonly used in food that you generally try to avoid? And if so, why? No. <laughs> Nothing. (laughs) It could say, hey, this can this contains ricin. And you'd be like, okay, sounds good. Sounds good. I'll take my I don't I don't really check like what goes into the food I eat because I'm like not the healthiest of eaters, but I'm pretty picky when Uh it comes to eating certain things. So I'm like a picky eater. Uh So I don't really try things like super out of my comfort zone that come with like a list of ingredients on them. So like, I think the adventurous I've gotten the most was when I went to Japan and I was just like trying things and like not really asking what they were, but they were like cooked. So it's not like they came with like a list of ingredients and I can be like, Oh no, can't have that. <laughs> It'd be a Japanese anyway. <laughs> exactly. Like they can, they can literally say this contains heroin and you'd be like, eh, you know, never tried it. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to story number four, reported by Nine News Australia. All right, another good one. So the University of South Australia, they designed a giant banner that they wanted to hang on the side of one of their buildings. So this thing's massive. You know, okay. it's almost like it's almost like what they have outside the stadium at WrestleMania, like one of those giant banners. Yeah. They ran into a problem, though. What do you think happened? It was too big. That's what she said. Giant banner was too big. So someone <laughs> somehow missed a giant typo on the giant banner. So the word success started with an A instead of an S. We have a picture of the result. There it is. <laughs> there it is right there. Access. There it is. Now, how is it that that got messed, especially when it went on the side of a, of an educational building? This is the University of South Australia that had this typo. How does that happen? How? Like, how, in what universe do you think something that big that they don't double check it, whether you're the manufacturer or the school itself? They forgot to put on their autocorrect. <laughs> on that big, enormous thing. They forgot to put on the autocorrect. It got to a certain point where someone might have realized it and they were like, well, not my job. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Pass to the other guy. Well, I will say props to the school because the school took full responsibility. And when they released a statement on Instagram, they said a hit happens because they changed the S for an A. (laughs) At least they 
played into it. Yeah, so I, I respect that. I respect that they, yeah. that they, they went off on that. All right, here's my question for you in this one. So you have a social media presence. Have you ever been responsible for any yes. kind of a significant... <laughs> Yes, all the time. 100%. I haven't even got my question out yet. <laughs> I already know where you're going. I'm just like, absolutely. I feel like everyone's done that at least once. There have been times where I'm like typing so fast. Like I'm live on Twitch and I'm typing like a tweet that I'm going live. And uh -huh. I type it so fast. So I don't even pay it attention. I just put it there and I won't realize until after I'm done live streaming where there have been times where I've even spelled my own name wrong because I wasn't paying attention. I just thought, you know, my fingers know where they're supposed to go when typing certain things out and I don't have to look. Uh -huh. So yes. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever done a typo or something? And like, it's a big of enough mistake where maybe you go offline for a while and then maybe you're, you know, checking your phone later and you have a shit ton of notifications because of something that you incorrectly typed. Like, have you ever had that happen? Well, not a, like a, not a bunch of notifications about, Oh, this is wrong. But I have gotten a few where people like try to, make a joke out of it and i'm like oh fuck you yes i get it <laughs> <laughs> where it's like did you mean this or this because either uh -huh. way the same answer and i'm like ha oh, ha 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 so funny i get it <laughs> there was a guy a while back and i told this story on this podcast before and he was talking about monkeypox remember monkeypox was a thing yeah and and he was trying to explain on twitter that monkeypox was occurring mostly in men having sex with men <laughs> he put that on twitter but when he put that on Twitter, he left the N off the word men. And so he accidentally wrote, monkeypox is mostly happening in men that are having sex with me. And then he went offline and then like his oh. phone blew up the next day. And that's what happened. That's what he accidentally wrote. Oh, that is so. going viral for the wrong reasons. <laughs> so at least you didn't say that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever said anything like that. It's just mostly been like maybe like a letter off or of something, but that's about it. Yeah, that would definitely get you the wrong kind of attention. All right, let's go on to story number three, reported by WKMG News 6. Okay, so two men were arrested in a pickup truck in Brevard County, Florida. We're back in Florida again. <laughs> so they're in a pickup truck in Brevard County, Florida. And they were arrested in connection with multiple burglaries. How did the sheriffs know, based on seeing them in the pickup truck, that there might be a problem? They were in Florida. Um, hmm. They were going the wrong way? Like the wrong direction? Not a bad guess. So they had a piece of cardboard where the license plate's supposed to be, and it had the word <laughs> stolen tag written on it. And we got video courtesy of the Brevard County Sheriff's Office when they picked them up. Check this out. All right, here they are. They're approaching the car. It's kind of hard to see, but that's a piece of cardboard back there. There's no license plate. The guys knew they were fucked. Like, okay, yeah, let's just get down. They knew it right away. We also have a screenshot of the plate. It's not the greatest, but let's check out the screenshot. So there it is. So it was a piece of cardboard. It said stolen tag on it. And that's what they had driving down the highway. So 31-year-old Anthony Sosa and 36-year-old Chad Doulette, they were taken into custody and they faced multiple charges of grand theft and burglary. Okay, I asked this a lot on this podcast. How do these people think they're going to get away with it? How do they not think they're going to get caught driving down the highway with a piece of cardboard that says stolen tag written on it? Well, 
even in the screenshot, we couldn't really see what it said. So I don't even know how the officer saw what it said. But the cardboard there alone is like reason to be suspicious. Yeah. But also yeah. it's Florida. It is Florida. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not really, I'm never really surprised when things like that come out of Florida. I'm just like, well, there goes Florida being Florida again. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Florida being Florida. Yeah. That's not, that's <laughs> not a bad explanation. Okay. My question for you on this one, have you ever, and I hope temporarily, if ever, have you ever had to replace or patch up something that was broken on a vehicle using some kind of makeshift artistry? Has anything ever been broken and maybe you don't have time to like, get it taken care of? So you're putting, I don't know, duct tape on it, anything like that. Or if not you, since you don't have your license, maybe somebody you know. I was going to say hi. <laughs> I don't drive, so I don't own a car. Um, but I do have family that drives and I've had family members who've had their cars broken into and them have to like makeshift things. So like put a piece of cardboard in like the window until they can get it fixed and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Just that, like, like replacing a window with cardboard. I've also seen people in the Bronx who, if they lose something, they just won't replace it. Like a few months ago, I was in the Bronx visiting my mom and I saw this car pull up across from her and they were missing both of the front doors. So they were what? just driving around with no front doors. Nothing? They didn't put anything there? Nope. No cardboard? Nope. No nothing? Nope. Nope. Was this recently? Yes. It's winter time. Th they were just driving with no doors. I'm like, okay, that is a very Bronx thing to see. <laughs> Wow. I'd like to know how they lost the doors to begin with. Like, how the hell did that happen? I'm sure it was stolen. Why? Why would somebody steal know. the car doors? I don't know. My sister had her car broken into, like, two weeks ago, and they didn't steal anything. They just broke the window. Yeah. Huh. Maybe they, was there anything <laughs> valuable in the car that they could have stolen? Was there no. Any, like, hmm. But, I mean, you can always, like, steal a radio. They didn't do that. They didn't take anything. Right. Huh. I'm trying to think what's the value of the door. The only thing I could think of is maybe like they had another car at home that had no doors and they're like, oh, that, I'm or like it was problem. like an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend and you just took the car door to be paid. <laughs> it's possible. That's possible. Fascinating. Okay. All right. Here's the final reminder. Get in your super chats to get your question or statement right on the air or go to kynchat.com. Leave a contribution at any time and we'll read your question or statement on the next show. We're whipping right through these. I wish I had 10. Because we're whipping through these and uh, and you're fun doing this. Let's go to story number two, reported by Law and Crime. Okay, so authorities in Kentucky received a 911 call from a teenager who told them that he killed two people. So police showed up at his residence and they were met by 17-year-old Elijah Shiraki. This wasn't a cut and dry murder case, though. And so my question for you is, after the police got there, what happened next? He was high and it was all a lie. So you're part right. So Elijah, and I think that you're going to be able to, uh, you're going to be able to feel for this guy. Elijah had pocket dialed 911 on his phone while he was playing the game Rainbow Six Siege, <laughs> during which he said out loud that he had killed two people, meaning he had killed two people in the game. Yeah. We, we got footage uh, from the surveillance. Check this out. I was, play, I, was, I was playing the game, and uh, I, I bought down the phone. Okay. That was my bad. What? No, no. It's only me home. 
Yep. So police question the guys. You can see they actually drew their guns when he was walking out. They drew their guns on him. They patted him down. Eventually, they figured out that he was telling the truth, and so they let him go. I got to be honest with you. You hear all these stories about like the the way police officers treat people. Yeah, I'm I'm almost surprised that they were as cordial as they were. Given that you being a big video game person, have you ever heard of any stories similar where maybe somebody, you know, they're doing something in the game and somebody takes it for real? Yes and no. Like I saw a TikTok where a girl was like listening to her guy say something on a game and she thought he was cheating because of the way he was describing things. But what's really common in like the gaming scene is swatting. I don't know if you know what swatting is, but swatting is like when... Yeah, it's when streamers stream and like they get trolled or if someone finds out their address and they had and they like tell them a story and the police like swarm in there and like question them and everything. So there's been a lot of times where like streamers get swatted by police and you can see the police come up on the stream and when they see the stream and it's explained to them most of the time they just leave. It's really calm and peaceful, but sometimes it gets crazy. Sometimes they get like very physical, but it's not that often, especially when they like say streamings involved because it's pretty common to swap people that way. What a, what a phenomenal use of resources that is. Mm Mm-hmm. So why do they do it? Do they do it because they're live streaming and they think it's funny that on the yes. live stream the cops people are come trying in? to troll like the streamer or just trying to get a reaction out of them or sometimes right. they're like doing it because they know like big news places will write about it and yeah, so yeah. maybe it'll help that streamer in some kind of cloudy way. But most of the time it's just a troll with ill intention. Man, people can really suck sometimes. Okay, so <laughs> have you ever been overheard? saying something that was completely misunderstood and it caused you unnecessary drama not drama like there have been times where i said things and people didn't hear it properly so they thought i said something else and it's always been funny situations never drama okay good so never never like you're dating somebody like you just kind of explain you're dating somebody and maybe they heard something they shouldn't have or maybe it could be anything could be anything especially especially if you're do you play games online where you're like yeah so you never know shit can happen so you've been you've been fortunate you've been able to avoid all that yeah. Well, most of the time when I play games, I always have my mic muted. I don't really ah. uh, play it with people in the game. I normally do it through Discord or just people I'm friends with on uh, my PlayStation or Xbox. I never really play in-game with randos. Right, right, so right, thankfully right. that's never happened to me. But a lot of people do keep their mics on in the game. So you get to hear a lot of stuff. It's very funny. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure it's funny among other uh, other ways to describe it. Yeah. All right, it is time already for story number one, reported by the Daily Star. Okay, this is a good one, too. So, you know, the war has been going on with Russia and the Ukraine. Yeah. And as you can imagine, Russia, they haven't had an easy time recruiting troops, right? They've been very active with their recruitment efforts, but they haven't had an easy time actually getting willing people. And so they recently released a new military recruit video trying to make the experience look more appealing for potential candidates, what do you think they do in this video to try to make it more appealing for Russian citizens to sign up for the war? 
I want to say they either made it look like video games or they threw some sort of sex appeal in there. Like, oh, you come fight for us and all the ladies are going to want to help you afterwards or something like that. It's either video games or sex. (laughs) Help you afterwards. So you nailed it. They went the sex route and they featured attractive young women. Here is a clip courtesy of Jason J. Smart on Twitter. Look at this. All right, there they are. I took the music off. So notice, so as you can see, they've got uh, pretty girls uh, holding the guns, looking into the camera. They got makeup on and stuff. But notice that they focused on ethnic minorities. Put that up Mm. again, Joel. They focused on ethnic minorities, and they did that on purpose because they're trying to tap into different demographics in Russia as opposed to just typical white Russian guys because they need recruits. So this is what they're trying to do. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Do you think that would work? Do you think that there's a guy and he's sitting at home and he's like, fuck this. I want nothing to do with this. Oh shit. Look at that. They got some hot Asian girls there. Do you think that would actually get a guy to go to the front line? Not in that outfit. (laughs) When you said sex appeal, I'm thinking short, short, short skirts, hot girls. They're like moving around, dancing, whipping their hair, maybe in like a nurse outfit. Not with that outfit. I mean, don't forget, this is Eastern Europe. This is Eastern Europe and they're ruled by Putin. So I don't know if you're going to have that happen. Maybe for them, that'll do it. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I read somewhere that apparently the gun, put that up one more time, Joel. Apparently the guns that they were holding are like decades old. Like decades old firearms. That might appeal to some people who just like old guns. I can see someone joining just because they want to use that specific gun. You might have a bunch of 79-year-olds signing up, though. I don't know. That could could give you problems in other ways, you know? Okay, so here's my last question for you. I did see a video where you were throwing axes. Yes. So here's a question, and you're from New York, so you might this might be an easy answer. Have you ever fired a gun? Yes, but not in New York. Not in New York? Where? Hawaii. So I took my mom to Hawaii for her birthday, and it was kind of still when, like, we were just getting over the pandemic, so a lot of things were closed, so we were looking for things to do. So we went to a gun range in Hawaii. Wow. So So you went, like, and and, and you're, like, I was was telling you out there, New York and Toronto are are pretty close, so that must have been a 16-hour trip, right? You got to go to California first and then Hawaii. So 16 hours to shoot a gun. All you had to do was walk out in the street in New York, Destiny. Well, you can see people shooting guns out in the street (laughs) in New York City, but you can't, like, shoot it yourself. There's only certain places that allow you to uh, shoot specific guns here in New York City. Uh So uh it's not like uh, you can go anywhere to do it. There's only specific places and specific uh, types of guns that they have for the shooting range here. But it was kind of close to where we were staying in Hawaii and we were just looking for things to do that like she and I hadn't done before so she never shot a gun I never shot a gun so we did that it was fun they had it set up like a way where you couldn't like pull the gun out and shoot anyone up in the the shooting range it was like attached so you could only like lift it up shoot it I got and like saying. put it down almost yeah. like the video games almost almost like the like the arcade yeah. games kind of thing so we have a super chat from al tepez they said have you ever been on the radio i guess that's a question for you have you ever been on the radio i've never been on the radio no 
Good to have dreams. Good to have dreams. So I, I was to have a voice for radio. I was at a shooting range in Phoenix, Arizona one time doing high powered weapons. And I found out afterwards that like the previous month, a teenage girl was there and you know, those high powered weapons, they really have kickback, right? Yeah. So this teenage girl was there and when she fired it, the kickback caused her to kind of move and she shot and killed the instructor. Oh, Yes, wow. and I they didn't tell us that until after we were done. You know what so I mean? So that you would use the guns. <laughs> maybe so we would use the guns because yeah, because maybe otherwise I'd be like, well, shit. Well, I don't feel like murdering anybody today. Yeah, you know that's insane. Yeah. So we only did the little guns because my mom didn't want to do any of the big guns. I was like. They gave it to us as an option. I'm like, I'm not small and like too light for these big guns. They were like, no, you can pick whatever you want. But my mom was a little scared. So she stayed to the small guns. So we both stayed on the small guns. But they did have the options for some like really big hefty duty guns. And that was one of my concerns was like the kickback. But they weren't saying anything about it. I guess, I don't know. They don't want to like scare people away from it. And maybe the instructor would have helped. But... I think you made that was right one decision. of my concern was the kicks back. You made the right decision because like I'm, I'm about 190 pounds and I could, I had to keep the thing on my shoulder and I could feel it. It like, it might've knocked you like, you know, 20 yeah. feet back. So you made the right decision. All right. Well, I want to thank our guest, Destiny FOMO for doing this. It was a lot. This was a lot of fun. Destiny. It was. The- thank you so much for having me, Jimmy. Absolutely. Tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. Uh, so I'm Destiny FOMO. You can find me on all social media platforms under Destiny FOMO. I mostly stream on twitch.tv backslash Destiny FOMO. And you can find me there live later today. All right. That's going to do it for KYM Live. Tune in next Thursday at 4 o'clock Eastern time for more silliness. That's totally real. Until then, bye for now. Thanks for doing bye, this. Bye, guys.